we'll go to Romans chapter 7. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives? For the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband lives, she marries another, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions, which were aroused by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. <coughs> now, this is where uh, um, many have the challenge because you can see in the, in the New King James Version of the Bible, they titled this section, Freed from the Law. Freed from the Law. Now, when you read that, the tendency is to say, you see, I told you, the law is no longer necessary. <laughs> but let us go quietly, slowly, and then we see what that freedom really is all about. Okay, so the law, so long as the law has its uh, uh, grips on the life of a man, so long as it's alive. So, um, if, if they say eating coconut is bad, the fact that a man has moved from law to grace will not make it good. No, it will still be bad. Okay, however, what has happened is that whereas under the law, you know, I always have coconuts at the back of my mind. Okay. Now, I don't have to be thinking about coconut because under grace, I'm following the spirit. Okay. Who is ensuring that I don't eat coconut no matter where or when. So, if he tells me, if I have an addiction to coconut, what the Holy Spirit would likely do is, if I'm drive, if I'm going down the road and there's coconut on the left, he told me to turn right and then turn left and then turn left and then turn right so I can continue. So I make a detour because I still can handle coconut. I make a detour around coconut and then I continue. So now I don't have to struggle whether to eat it or not, because I never encountered it. So, it's not that grace makes doing something bad good. No, 
It cannot be possible. You see, the law is inviolable. However, it's the method by which I avoid doing something wrong that changed. So, before, I have a list of the law that weighs on my mind. And every time, every time, every time, I'm thinking, hey, here's coconut again. Here's coconut again. What am I going to do? You know. But in the newness of grace, I'm loving the Lord. I'm serving the Lord. I'm obeying the Lord. I don't have to worry about coconut. Because the Spirit of God will not lead me to eat coconut. I mean, it is impossible. Because eating coconut is bad. So, grace doesn't make things, doing bad things good. No. It doesn't make doing bad things unimportant. No. It doesn't uh, 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 release us from the, from the uh, obligation to do the right things. It doesn't. Absolutely. No. But what grace do does is to provide us with the power not to do bad things without being oppressed by the notion that there are bad things here, bad things here, bad things. No. You just follow the Spirit and it will lead you. So, so this is the whole essence of this scripture. And everybody needs to get it because this is where the real problem is. Okay. So, now the law. So, now, if a woman uh, uh, um, commits adultery under grace, Will it change it? No. No. It will not change it. Can, you cannot say because we are now under grace, adultery will now become okay. You know, because I'm no longer under the law. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. It does not make any sense. So, if a woman is under grace and he goes to marry another while her husband is alive, she's still sinning. The fact that she has embraced the grace of God in Christ Jesus will not change that. And nobody can say that um, um, because she's under grace, it won't matter anymore. There is no such thing. There is absolutely no such thing. That's why Jesus said, heaven and earth, I didn't come to destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. <coughs> and to fulfill it is to empower you and I so we can fulfill the law without uh, under, being under the oppression of legalism or, 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 or being under the oppression of uh, uh, that mentality that feels the law is hanging over my head. No, the law is not hanging over my head. Grace has taken me into the liberty of the spirit so that I can serve God in the newness of life while fulfilling the law. I will, <clears throat> I will stop again and let us go to um, verse 4 of Romans chapter 8, the next chapter. You know, because it's always good to, you know, look at verse 4. No, verses 3 and 4. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. In other words, I didn't have the moral courage. I didn't have the willpower. I didn't have the, 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 the uh, what, what do they call it? That ascetic or, or what, or, 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 or discipline. I didn't have it. 
to, to avoid um, doing what is wrong. Because the weakness in my flesh, in other words, the loss, you know, the loss will not, will not let me be. God did it, okay, by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, because he knew that sin was a problem for us. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous, that's the, that verse 4, everybody must note that verse 4, that the righteous requirement of the law, in other words, don't commit adultery, that righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled, we will be fulfilling it, by, because we are no longer walking according to the laws of our flesh, but we are walking according to the Spirit. That is it. But the righteous requirement of the law must still be fulfilled. So, anybody who says that grace dismantled the law, you know, in that blatant sense that some people often say it, they do not know what the Bible is saying on the matter. Grace cannot dismantle the law. Grace fulfilled the law. So that those who are under grace can live higher. They don't live at the same level as the law. That's what Jesus said. Except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. You cannot see the kingdom of God. You know. So, so, and that's why he said, you know, he was told not to commit adultery. But I tell you that Lucre um, is just as good as adult. So, grace puts the bar of compliance much higher than the law. For the law, you have to get into bed to commit adultery. For grace, you don't need to get into bed to commit adultery. You can commit it in your heart. So, so it's important for you and I to really uh, embrace this. And continually explain it to those who are still confused by it. Because you, know, you hear preachers saying, oh, the Old Testament is discarded. I say, ah, what is the meaning of that? The Old Testament is dead. You can throw it away. It is impossible. It is the same God that gave all. So, now verse 4 then says, Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, okay? That you may be married to another. Yes, you died so that uh, on, uh, to the law so you can be married to Christ, okay? To him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God, absolutely. Okay, we, we died to the law to be married to Christ so that we can begin to bear fruit to God. Because, because uh, the law, the law can be so detached, you know, uh, uh, a man can, will try to fulfill just um, what, what the law says. But then, in spirit, he's doing something totally different. He's doing something totally different. You know, he may, he may still have hatred, even though he gave you a loaf of bread yesterday. He may still hate you, you know, but he has fulfilled the law. He's kind to you, you know, apparently, but his heart is not kind to you. He may be thinking, if you eat that bread, let it choke you. 
No. So, so, so the, the Bible says when you are married to another, oh, all of that will be expunged. And, and, and the, hypo, the, the spirit will scream, hypocrite. If you are doing kindness with that type of mindset, you know, the spirit, even though the people looking outside will say, oh, he's very generous, he's very kind. But, 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 but um, the, 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 the spirit will be screaming, hypocrite, hypocrite. In order to awaken us to the newness of life, okay, we must bear fruit to God. And that fruit can only be fruit of righteousness. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. Yes. So because that, you, you heard him say, because the law said you shall not commit adultery. Okay. If you didn't have the law, of course, you'll be committing adultery. They said there are, there are, there are societies where if you have a visitor, the way to welcome him, you know, if you're a male visitor, is to ask your wife to sleep with him. You know, they don't have any, they don't know any, any. but when they now hear, you receive the law, say, hey, that thing we are doing is wrong. Go, no, 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 please, please, just go to your house. If you cannot eat ever, be going. Yes, now you have the law. But then the grace comes to say, Oh, you can do more than that. You can do more than that. Not just uh, uh, stop uh, thinking evil. Start thinking good. You know, so the law is about not doing evil. Grace is about doing good so wonderfully that you will not even think of doing evil. Now, for when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law, we are at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve, that is it, how? We should serve in the newness of the spirit. That is it. So this new uh, um, spirit that says, don't stop at not doing evil do good you know go ahead to do good you know that is the newness of the spirit that takes us way beyond the law so so it's important okay newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter particularly because the rabbis you know the way they articulated the law they broke it down into so many parts so you might be finding that if you step, if you step, no, this is, I'm not saying this, this is just some of the illustrations that they did. If you step um, um, uh, uh, um, 10 yards to the house of uh, another uh, uh, somebody that's not your wife, um, it, it's not uh, a sin. But if you step five yards, the sin has started, you know? Okay, so, so it is... Um, it is all the stuff of things that, so somebody might be going on the road and say, hey, hey, I went uh, five yards. Ah, ah, I went, I even went two yards. Hey, you know, that is a type of thing that, you know, that will be, will be causing people mental strain. You know, but, but the spirit has come to liberate all the people from all this so that they can love and serve their God 
without all that burden of remembering how many years. Okay, how many years did they really say? Did they say five years or ten years? You know. So, freed from the law is not freed from the righteous requirement of the law. No. Well, nobody can be freed from the righteous requirement of the law. But is the, the method of obeying the law rather than struggle with the letter. Come on that grace and the power of the Spirit so that you can fulfill the law by the newness of the Spirit and by the power of the Spirit. Okay, so we're, continuing. we're going to continue Romans chapter 7. It's a very interesting um, 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 scripture. Amen. Amen.